Welcome to the Noble Ape Podcast, Ape Reality. I'm Tom Barbelay, and today a number of things. Firstly, this serves as the July 2007 mail-out, and for those new to join this podcast, the mail-out is a history that dates back to the start of Noble Ape. Each month I used to send an email out to folks describing what had gone on in the month with regards to Noble Ape, and now I use a podcast. What's a particularly interesting phenomenon is that folks that have previously been subscribed to the mail-out are now unsubscribing to the mail-out because they can get all their information from the podcast. So I think that's a perfect translation of ideas to move from email now to the podcast. I'm joined in the podcast by a schnauzer Charlie, so if you hear various grunting and things in the background, well, if it was me, I would normally edit them out, but unfortunately I don't have much control over Charlie. But it's good to have such a wise creature joining me in the podcast recording. Well, a lot happened this month. I'm going to start describing the promotional news that occurred with regards to Apreality and Biota.org, and I'm welcoming a whole lot of people. Uh, I'm welcoming people from Podcast 411. I did an interview with Rob Walsh on producing Ape Reality and Biota.org, and strikingly, I wasn't actually allowed to talk about artificial life that much. And possibly in this podcast you won't hear too much on artificial life either, this one in particular, although I will remedy it with a future podcast. Fascinating opportunity. We recorded about an hour's worth of audio. We touched on a couple of quite controversial topics. I haven't heard the audio yet, so I don't know whether Rob included those. If he did, well, thank you for still subscribing to this podcast. And And if he didn't, you probably think I'm a very well-balanced, evenly-centred person. So thank you very much for subscribing as well. In addition to this, as I mentioned in the last podcast, the Douglas Adams audio was deep-linked on a number of sites. Just so much wasted time associated with this. I mean, I was going to editorialise some of that, but my feeling is the best outcome for this is to create a set of links of various sizes, so graphical links, saying friendsofbiota.org. And folks that are friendsofbiota.org can just put up those links and link back to the site, because I think it'd be a wonderful opportunity for folks like Gerald de Jung and myself and probably Jonathan Klein and many others, John P. Daigle, all of folks that have been listening to this podcast, supporting Apreality, supporting the aims of Biota.org with the Biota.org podcast. I think we just need a set of graphical links that can show that. I already have that set up with Noble Ape. Some people link with text, others link with the graphics, but I think Biota.org needs the same because there's so many folks out there that could be actively supporting Biota.org with graphical links. It's just something that needs to happen. Interesting thing to come out of the Douglas Adams blinking scandal, let's call it what it is, and I think that's probably the best way to handle it. Okay, so, what has gone on this month with regards to the Noble Ape development? Well, the biggest step forward has been polygonal graphics, and I have to thank Gerald de Jung once again for his assistance with that. I am now developing Noble Ape skeletons and exoskeletons, both internal skeletons and exoskeletons, with regards to producing polygonal Noble Apes in a polygonal landscape through OpenGL. It's a lot of fun. I'm spending a lot of time on things like rib cages, breathing, age, how you you represent age through the skeletons and the exoskeletons, obviously male, female, a wide variety of things that come through the polygonal graphics, and it's really a re-energizing thing. I mean, getting the graph paper out and then mapping the graph paper back into software and all this kind of stuff, it's just a new life, a new aspect to the project, which I think people will be very receptive to. Now, you've got to appreciate it, because I'm developing all the graphics myself, they're going to look kind of circa late 90s, Quake 1, possibly Quake 2-esque, but it's a start, and as I said to Steve Grand when I was chatting with him casually, we haven't actually done the formal interview yet, these kids today will probably be far more receptive to actual polygonal representations of the apes. So it's quite an exciting project and completely divergent from my previous narrative with regards to such things. So I've got Gerald de Jong firmly to thank 
for that, or for his little assistance with regards to caching graphical objects in OpenGL, and I probably should buy a copy of the Red Book. I had a copy of the Red Book for a long period of time. It was water damaged. It was in the imported box that was completely saturated in the move from Australia to the US, which included a whole lot of personal photos and various other things which were completely destroyed. And I maintained my Red Book until we moved from the UK back to the US, and then I passed it on to a friend of mine, co-worker. So I lost my copy of the Red Book then, but I think I'll probably need to buy another one. I'm not really interested in printing it. I'd much rather actually have the physical copy as opposed to just a printed out copy. It's funny, I'm willing to pay a little bit extra for books these days to have a book experience. In any case, I should have mentioned from Podcast 411 was that I gave away, or I offered to give away 20 t-shirts plus additional t-shirts for other interesting podcasts and future people that get in contact. And I got very positive feedback from Rudolph in the Netherlands with regards to the Noble 8 t-shirt. I have created, in the past day, an Ape Reality specific t-shirt that says I Ape Reality on the front and the Noble 8 logo and URL on the back. If anyone can think of a more amusing slogan for the Ape Reality t-shirt, feel free to give it to me, tom.noble8.com. You will not only get one, but possibly even two versions of that t-shirt in thanks, if you can get it to me. What else to discuss with regards to Noble 8? Well, I need to do a release of the simulation so as soon as I finish editing this podcast and putting it online I'm going to do a release of the Noble 8 simulation 686 I believe and that will cover an issue in 685 where the apes aren't distinguishing between the ones that they see the selected ape sees and selected ape doesn't see and that's a minor thing I'm also moving all the graphics which is the move from 685 to 686 into a single source file with the view that that will provide an interface for OpenGL so I'll just remove that single source file and replace it with an OpenGL interface back into the simulation. So, exciting times, divergent times, and potentially a wide variety of new listeners from a wide variety of sources. I'm always interested in topics, and this I'm going to say to the new listeners in particular, because if you're just cruising through the archive currently, you may actually be missing bits and pieces in the Ape Reality podcast series, which you'd like to hear. So, I'm always interested in new topics, and if you didn't get a t-shirt, you can email me, suggest a new topic, you get a t-shirt. So, it's like a win-win situation situation. I don't know. Maybe an original manual. I'm starting to wonder whether these t-shirt things are becoming a bit cliche, but, you know, until someone tells me to stop, I won't stop. And quite frankly, I think the narrative with regards to clothing the world is uh, is a good one. I'm sure I'm missing bits and pieces in this mail-out. However, it's just been such a sporadic kind of month with a whole lot of stuff going on that please excuse it. The book project will be the topic of the next mail-out. So stay tuned for that little piece of excitement. Thank you very much for tuning into this podcast. Look forward to tuning into the next podcast.